0: Alright, welcome back pool fans from across the country and around the world. You are listening to American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. Of course, I'll be your host once again this week. It is December the 1st, 2016. Hope you guys all had a nice, happy Thanksgiving. Get a little Black Friday shopping in, maybe. Uh, get your <laughs> a jump on the Christmas season. Ooh, gosh, man. The end of the year. It's coming up real quick, isn't it? Which means Moscone Cup is right around the corner. About five days to go, you guys. This is gonna be a good event. Make sure you don't miss it. The teams are hot. The competition is hot. They're gonna be in London, banging it out with a mad mob of people cheering them on. So you guys just you can't miss this stuff. Great pool. Great action just a wonderful event to be a part of. So, Mr. Mark Cantrell and I, and uh, one of our favorite people to pester, Mr. Skip Nemechek of Tweet and Fiber Company, makers of Master Chalk, Uh, we're going to get together here in a couple seconds, and uh, we're going to give you our sort of humorous, critical analysis of the upcoming Moscone Cup. And, you know, a little bit of serious talk, too, but mostly fun. Stick around if you want to, you know, join us for a little bit of fun. But first, your one-minute pool instructor. We'll be right back after this.
1: Scott Lee. I'm Randy G. And welcome to the One Minute Pool Instructor. So Scott, what's on the agenda today? You know, I'd like to talk a little bit about stance.
2: Yeah, I think we mentioned that last break.
1: Yeah, you know, it's some some instructors are very, very firm on how somebody needs to stand at the table and some of us are a little more relaxed. Uh, I think that there's room for both uh, points of view. Uh, the, the important thing as far as I'm concerned in the stance is to be balanced, uh, to be a tripod. That means you have to have some weight on your bridge hand. Yeah. How much? That's a,
2: How uh, much does a, comfortability play into that?
1: Well, uh, <laughs> it depends because you can be standing uh, in a way where you're off balance and yet it seems comfortable to you, uh, but it's hard to swing the cue. And, and, and
2: stretched out over the table certainly isn't comfortable. Sure, Yet you're swinging the cue,
1: and that's that's why we uh, SPF instructors always talk about you know what is your standard operating process.
2: Yeah, I think we uh, we shoot a, a ball or we stroke a ball. Every three shots, we change stances twice out of three shots. Mm-hmm. Now what? What does that mean? So some of our Well, theory. it means there is no one stance. No, no. You're going to be out of the corner of a table. You're going to be stretched over a ball. You're going to be off a rail. Mm-hmm. Now, we have to have our standard stance.
1: Right, our go-to But stance. maybe,
2: Scott, maybe we should think about maybe we need three or four standard stances. Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and so the criteria would be accurate. Uh, yeah,
1: clearance for your cue.
2: Right. Reliability. Mm-hmm. And, and leave comfortability out of it for this part. And, uh, uh, when does comfort happen?
1: After you've practiced it for a Long while. enough, right. <laughs> so
2: even even the simplest putting stroke may not be comfortable.
1: Especially if it's different than yeah. what you're used to doing.
2: So a stance should be comfortable, relaxed, and, and your body should not interfere with the, your cue movement until the end of your stroke. Um, Other than that, your head should be someplace over the cue ball or over the cue stick where you see a straight line. Mm -hmm. Um, The stance should always uh, um, make it so your head is in the same place all the time.
1: We were taught years ago by Jerry that your Wrist, your elbow, your shoulder, and your head should all be in line
2: yeah, one with plane. the cue.
1: Yeah, one plane.
2: And, and that's probably still true.
1: It is, but there's there's a lot of leeway there. Uh, I see a lot of players that have a chicken wing either coming in close to their body or even pronated out. Yeah. And the first thing that I look at with something like that is does it affect their ability to to shoot the cue ball in a straight, straight line? line? If not, They'll leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah. There's, there's too many people. Is a that a stance
2: problem, you
1: think? Sometimes it's a stance problem. Sometimes it's just how they played. Yeah. Uh, Keith McCready is an example of somebody who's used a sidearm swing forever because when he was six, he couldn't reach the table and he <laughs> played that one. He, just, he still plays that way. And a, a spectacular pool player. So there's, sure there's an anti traditional way of. Uh, standing at the table and delivering the cue—that was good
2: for him. Though. But it
1: works for him. Yeah. And and as I mentioned, I I find a lot of people who have the cue uh, tucked in too close to their body or too far away. And again, if it doesn't detract from their ability to deliver the cue accurately, I don't try to fix something that's not broken.
2: I don't either. I think so. So we're in we're in unison here. A couple of different standard stances are are. Uh, probably needed to play the game properly.
1: Sure. Um,
2: okay. But again,
1: there's no one right stance for everyone. Can't be. Can't be. All right. That's a great, some great information there. So next week.
2: Uh, let's talk. Well, if we're talking about stance, let's talk about how we're supposed to hold the cue.
1: Okay. That's and a where great too. idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, for the one minute pool instructor, I'm Scott Lee. And this is Randy G. We'll see you then. All right, welcome
0: back everybody, and I am talking with Mr. Skip Nemechek of the Tweeten Fiber Company. How you doing, Skip?
3: Hi, David. I'm doing well,
0: thank you. Also joining us is Mr. Mark Cantrell of the Legends and Champions Report. How you doing, Mark?
4: Good, thank you, David. We're all a little bit more civil than we were about for 30 seconds. Did you guys
0: have a, a good Thanksgiving there, did you?
3: Oh, well, mine. I was in China, so. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that's true. So you got to have some Thanksgiving duck or something like that, huh?
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I did it, and, and it was quite quite good actually.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, do they have um, do they observe like Thanksgiving in China at
4: all somehow? or...? <laughs> No. Okay. No. I wouldn't. Oh, God, be kidding. Are you really that? <laughs> well, no, I
0: know. not. Obviously not the same as American Thanksgiving. I'm just wondering if they had sort of a corresponding holiday or something around the same
3: time. That kind of thing. <laughs> no, they're, they're full on into Christmas right now. It's mm. kind of interesting. Um, I was in a mall, and, and they, uh, it's, it's decorated exactly like any American mall. Full of Christmas stuff sure. and mm-hmm. um, even Christmas music, Western Christmas music, piped <laughs> through all the speakers. And <laughs> wow. they even had some some snow machines, and every twenty minutes, the, this foam would come flying out of the sky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, I would not have expected that, but that's interesting. No,
3: I, I was kind of surprised at it as well. But yeah, it's a big deal. I, they even had Black Friday there, as a matter of
0: fact. Wow, yeah. That is interesting. Dang. I am very... They, no, what, they have a, what city were you in?
3: They have a
4: hell of a shindig there. <laughs> <laughs> they have Dang a high. hell of a shindig there on 4th on of July.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> I betcha they do, like that 4th of July celebration. 4th of July,
4: Thanksgiving, Christmas, the three biggest ones.
3: Yeah.
0: And like maybe St. Patrick's Day, too? Maybe they celebrate that. <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah, Yeah, the big one. Roman Pulaski Day. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'll leave you alone. On Martin
0: that. Luther King Day. day. Um, you know, <laughs> I betcha they got, you know, President's Day. Don't they have a President's Day sale too? You know, wouldn't they do that? <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. We got to talk about
0: pool, I think. So, um, Mark, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you eat any actual turkey?
4: I did eat actual turkey. It was delicious. I uh, went over to my ex wifes uh who were very good friends with and uh all the family and everybody else and had a had a great time. It was just a lot of fun i i'm, I'm in the holiday spirit this year, and for the first time, I've got just about all my christmas shopping done I just wow. waiting for it to be delivered so yeah that's. uh it's good. I just need a couple more things uh, business-wise to go my way uh, that I'm waiting on. And uh, it will make this season a very, very happy one.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, look at you, Mr. Uh... – Chris Kringle. <laughs> Mr. Chris Kringle over there. <laughs> Jolly yeah, old – I'll singing
3: carols. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'll be quiet. Go right ahead.
0: Yeah no don't no, let's I'm not do it. yeah let's not do that we don't want to
3: come on you're recording this it w- might be good for posterity someday we
0: we we need our listeners ears to to <laughs> to work or the show doesn't really serve that much of a purpose so we
3: <clears throat> imagine you turn on American Billiard Radio you got your headphones in you're relaxing on the sofa. And all of a sudden, Mark Cantrell starts singing "Silent Night." Silent oh boy, I, that's like I can see the fireplace and uh, <laughs> hear the crackling wood. And, right, yeah, that's just
0: a little a little <laughs> mug <me> you... <laughs> of eggnog, you know, to sip on while you're listening. Oh
4: yeah, brandy and eggnog. Woo. <laughs> here's the th- here's a question for you. Uh, is since we're on the topic, and then we can leave it alone. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. What the hell do you do with a partridge in a pear tree? What kind of gift is that?
3: (laughs) You're from England. You tell (laughs) us. I don't
4: don't know. I have no clue. If you give me partridge in a pear tree and said that's your Christmas present, I I probably won't talk to you.
0: (laughs) I, I would think, you know...
4: Five gold rings. Yeah, five
3: gold rings. Now you're okay.
0: Yeah, right. Wow. Exactly.
4: I see.
0: Maybe
3: no. So, I, anyway, I don't it, know. It's not. It's not about the act of giving. It's actually about the actual gift that you received And this is what you're saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he says, "I don't care. Just give me something I want."
3: <laughs> right. Right. So make sure it's not a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> You mean you yeah, don't? They'll, they'll send me that.
0: I don't know. I, I, I kind of like the idea of having. Uh, s- what is? How many maids of milking do you get for Christmas? Is it seven, seven? Seven maids of milking. Is that what it is? Yeah.
3: Think back to your grade school. Christmas I'm, I'm package. trying
0: to. Yeah, I'm trying to think through the song. Oh, that's that's painful. Anyway, so how China was good. How did? I mean, I, I read some of the results. The juniors from U.S. obviously didn't do all that spectacular, but uh, how do you feel about the whole event, uh, the way it was produced and, and whatnot?
3: Uh, the, the event was awesome. <clears throat> um, it was the last year of the Shanghai Billiard Association's uh, undertaking, and they did a phenomenal job Um what was really nice about this year is they did it at a private school, a uh, really, really nice school, very nice facilities, and they transformed the gymnasium into the television table arena, mm-hmm. set up really nice bleachers, and I don't even know how much live television, not live stream, actual live television. right? Um, but, you know... There, anything you put on TV has the potential of hitting hundreds of millions of people. Right, and it was certainly on um, for the semis and the finals. Yeah, it was was very well done, very pageantry. You know, typical of of the way Chinese do it. But what I what I really um, loved about this year was. It's a kids' event. It's juniors from all over the world, um, under 19 down to... I'm not even sure what the youngest was. I do know that the youngest American was 11 years old, which I think is awesome. Wow. Um, But what they did for the semis and the finals, they brought most of the kids in from the actual school to sit and spectate. And it was great because... (laughs) They, they were very enthusiastic, clapping in unison, and it was just really, it was, it was a great event. Really, very well done.
0: That's just fantastic. I, I It's hard to imagine so many kids uh, in, being involved in an event like something like that in the United States. It's just such a foreign concept, you know what I mean?
3: Well, yeah, I tend to agree, but... There's myself and quite a few other people that are working very hard to to bring this world championship to the United States, yeah. hopefully in the next couple of years. Hopefully so. Um, <clears throat> it's a big undertaking because it's not like a regular pool event. I mean, obviously you've got kids and you need chaperones and, and um, you've got to pay attention because you're responsible. Um, but mm. these are all great kids. Sure. And it hasn't been in America for, I think, 10 years at least. Um, but I know Sam Deep is working hard at trying to change that, and quite a few people are trying to help out as well. So hopefully in the next couple of years it will be in the USA.
0: That would be great. That would be great for the United States, and then it would be great for the juniors too. I mean, that's...
3: Absolutely.
0: Fantastic Absolutely. stuff. I've
3: got to tell you one quick story. Go ahead, yeah. So, what, what I really love about the juniors is you've got kids from all over the world, obviously, and sometimes there's language barriers, but for the most part, these kids, they get along with, with each other great. Yeah. And one afternoon, April Larson, who everybody in America obviously knows, Uh, decided that she was going to do, you know how you do this um, bottle flipping where you take a bottle of water and you try to flip it so that it stands up uh, on its own, right? If
4: I see another kid doing that, I'm going to kill somebody. (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) Well, as, as excellent the pool player April is, Uh, she is completely opposite in (laughs) (laughs) bottle-flipping. But what I thought was so cool about this is we were in the hallway of the venue, and she started to flip this bottle, and after a while she got frustrated because she couldn't do it, And she's probably going to kill me for telling this story. (laughs) Um, But within 10 minutes, you had kids from all over the world, from South Africa and Asia and everywhere, all, all flipping bottles and within a half an hour <laughs> there was like 60 kids out there flipping bottles all over the place and just having a great time and you know it was sort of this spontaneous um, just get together maybe a distraction from the pool and I, I really don't believe that these kids are pressured by playing pool um, they've all been around it long enough but I I'm sure there's some nerves but Right. pool really isn't stressful or anxious for them. And it was great to see this. I, I, just, I, I took some pictures of it. One of these days I'll put them up. But, yeah, I really enjoyed watching that. That was a, a testament to how the world can get together um, and, you know, take away politics and all the other garbage that That's pollutes right. the society. And it was, yeah, it was fantastic.
0: No, that is good stuff. That's and I think you hit the the nail on the head as far as how awesome is that that these kids like you said from all over the world are in there just hanging out together flipping bottles and they don't have to worry about which country hates which country or which political party or this you know evasive exactly. action and this satellite and this plane it's just the kids being kids having that great opportunity right. to get together. And at the end of the day, that's what they're gonna re- remember and enjoy the most. It's not gonna be that game number thirteen, you know, that they played. Exactly. It's gonna be the fun exactly. stuff. The connections made.
3: I feel that like those can't be like that.
4: Yeah, no kidding,
3: right? I feel I feel
4: like a little bit of an asshole now. Uh,
0: <laughs> you don't play well with others, Mark? Is that what it is? <laughs> no,
4: I just said if I see another kid <laughs> in a ball, I'm gonna, oh, yeah, kill somebody or something, and then you go off telling the story of the bent you know, unit. Yeah, how we're, we're
3: creating world peace by world. flipping bottles. Uh huh.
4: Yeah, and and I I'm, I'm gonna kill somebody for that. <laughs> That's
0: right. Now children all over the world are afraid of you now, Mark. I hope you're happy.
4: Right.
3: Well, yeah. uh, nothing's gonna change much. <laughs> Scrooge Cantrell.
0: <clears throat> well, so that's fantastic. Uh, I I hope that they do get the uh the event back in the US. And speaking of big events in the US, down in St. Louis last two days there was a lot of hell raising going on there. They had uh Team USA uh all together and they got to scrap it out with a against a team of former champions, Jeanette Lee and Mike Massey and Carrie Core and Ah, jeez, who else? Shannon Dalton and Nick Verner. And, yeah, I think that was the team they played against. They also played... uh, Lindenwood team was there. They played some matches. A lot of hubbub, a lot of music. Thousands, some odd people just packed the place. Um, From all reports, it sounded like they had a really great event down there. And if Mark Wilson, if you're listening, congratulations uh, on that because you, uh, number one, you made an impact and you did something good to make the impact. So that's, that's fantastico. Now we just got to get you guys over there to bring the trophy home.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I've
4: seen seen some pictures and a couple of videos, uh, Tracy Whitney, the guy who owns, uh, high pockets in Memphis is a great guy for the, uh, the pool world, uh, great supporter and does a lot of things. He went down there and he was doing that uh, Facebook Live stuff. <laughs> and It was like had a lot of people, a good turnout, had the big string TVs uh, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know who won the challenge match uh, between it was Moscone Cup style, i guess, and between Team yeah. uh, USA and the Hall of Fame team. Uh, but, you know, you got my, my girl there, Karen Kaur, who's an angel, and uh, my good friend Nick Varner there, and uh, every, everything I've ever seen with them, I've I've done some things with them before, with juniors, with Karen Kaur and uh, Nick, and they love it, absolutely love it, they enjoy every second of it, so... I actually talked. I know it's not the juniors that we're talking about, but um, they, they do that part with the juniors since we were talking about it
3: before. Yeah, I actually talked to Nick this morning or or early this afternoon. He had just woken up. Actually, um, he 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 said he had a great time. In fact, he could barely talk. He kind of lost his voice, um, <laughs> but he said he had a wonderful time and. It was very well produced, as you said. A lot of people, a lot of energy. Yeah, I, I think it's a really, really great idea. And what better way to send Team USA, you know, off to England? I think I, yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, I,
0: I,
4: yeah, I, I, we've I
3: got Well, they've got everything there as well. They've got a great set-up in the
4: ball, ballpark village to accommodate. Right, everything. right. And, you know, that's always, that always helps when you've got uh, such... Uh, that's a, a great venue, Classic kind of organization, yeah, yeah. And venue that can facilitate all these things. So, yeah, that's good. I'm glad. I'm very happy for him and uh, Derek Keith. Uh, I believe that's Kathy Wilson's son. Right. Uh, I know he puts a lot, a lot into into that mm-hmm. uh, stuff as well as. Uh, Mark and Kathy, so uh, it's, it's, they, they they do a they do a great job. I think it's the second year they've done this, and I was a little skeptical the first year, to be honest, because it's such a big place, and as we all know, if you put a hundred people in a place that seats 2,000, it, it
0: doesn't look, look like good. Was, right, The yeah.
4: place looks empty. Right. And and they uh, but. <laughs> For however, whatever reason, and I, I believe that Derek is, uh, what is the main reason behind it because he's somewhat of a, a celebrity there in in right. St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, and he gets to you know he's got a voice and uh, and people listen, so uh, he's he's a, he's a great asset as well. And I know Mark and Kathy do uh, a lot of things as well, but. I think yeah. he's a, a big reason with his relationship that, that it works out so well. So Certainly. he needs to get some thanks as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's nice when people like that um, can make a big difference or make any difference when they don't even have to. You know, Derek Keith is not necessarily, uh, or was was not necessarily involved in pool before now, uh, before these events started taking place. So for him to help us out with it, that's that's really cool of him to do that. Because he didn't have to, you know what I mean? He could have just gone about his business and, yeah. you know, worried about something else. So, you're right.
4: Yeah, he's, 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 mom, he's his mom and stepdad, you know? Yeah. He uh, looks like they've got a good family unit there. and
1: uh, Sure.
4: And, and, and I believe he likes pools, so he's probably, you
1: know,
4: <laughs> he, he wants to be involved as well. Like a lot of us, you know, we, we do a lot right. of things sometimes that we, we don't get paid for and maybe don't get any recognition for uh but we do it because we want something to be better or succeed so that's
3: yeah uh yeah good on him
4: what so, so what so, what, so they, they're leaving anybody know when they're leaving to go to London
3: I think tomorrow uh,
0: yeah I would have to say uh, if they if they're not leaving tonight they're probably leaving tomorrow so because uh they've got a They've got, you know, a good twenty four hours of travel time and then uh a couple of days of practice. Twenty four
3: hours. It's
0: England. It's not on Mars. Well, no, I meant like from start <laughs> to finish.
4: <laughs> you
0: guys, man.
4: It's about it's about nine hours, dude. All together. Uh, uh, not uh, believing your house. You think
0: yeah. so?
3: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not that bad. Dude, it
0: takes twenty four hours just to get through O'Hare Airport. What are you talking about? <laughs>
3: Well, uh, oh, you are you going to tell us right that now. story about your security endeavor days?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to tell you how they detained me in Atlanta. No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'll tell you that it happened, but that's probably about all I should say. <laughs> I,
3: it, I, I'm sure Mark is having a sigh of relief right now. <laughs> uh
0: yeah.
4: No, we're
3: not. I, I, I've got
4: one more. I've just, I've just got one word. Uh-oh mule
0: mule government mule <laughs> drug mule that's it I had I, yeah, I had a kilo of crack stuffed in my bunghole that's what it was no, it turns out it turns out that there's certain words that you're not supposed to say when you're in a, a facility like that, and you know i so it, that's oh, well, that's all you need to know. <laughs> just be careful
4: I uh, I mean apparently there's certain words
0: <laughs> words can are very yeah, powerful things yeah
4: very powerful
0: things those words you know for example why
4: would you say any of those words it, <laughs> I don't even want to say the radio and kiss again. yeah
3: exactly I know that's, that's cool
0: what I I'm am. saying do not tell the, the ticket rep that you're going to stab him in the hand with a pencil don't ever do that. <laughs> okay, just saying.
3: Okay, I think it's time to change the subject.
0: Right. Before they put a warrant out Come for up. my arrest or something for being a bad <laughs> radio host. So, do yeah, I unbelievable. i unbelievable. That's not what happened. I'm kidding, you ninny. That um what's your prediction? Here here's ninny.
4: A, Oh, ninny.
0: Ninny, you ninny, <laughs> you ninny goat. What is what's your prediction for the Moscone Cup? Uh, what's the spread here? What, what do we think it's gonna? How how bad are we gonna win?
3: Ooh! See, see what I did how there. Bad are we win? <laughs> see what I did with that? <laughs> how bad are we gonna win? Um, I, I'm not I'm not gonna predict anything oh, because it's um, <laughs> <if you always>, going <laughs> well. Europe has a very strong, solid team. Momentum and home court advantage, however, um, from what I saw last night, and certainly it's a a, a, a departure from from being in the uh, Moscone arena, but team USA looked pretty relaxed and pretty um, together, maybe more than I've ever seen, quite honestly they they seemed very happy with each other, and mm-hmm. I hope that translates across the Atlantic. It, 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 I think it'll be very competitive. I, I I, you know, have to be honest. I have to give a slight edge to Europe just because they have such a strong team and they have the home court advantage, which, you know, unless you've seen Moscone in England, you can't really appreciate how, how much that the energy of that crowd yeah, yeah. really ignites team Europe. I mean, it's like a mini football stadium and they're singing and, chanting and and it's 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 full of energy yeah 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 yeah. no
0: you're right it is a, a different ball of wax when you get over there so you're not going to give right. us a, a spread
3: then huh <laughs> no no i'm not going to do that
0: <laughs> well you're no fun come on now man <laughs> um uh, you know, I, I guess I can understand. Um, let me make a prediction. Let's see. I think we are going to... See, now, you know, uh, Europe's got a great team, obviously. Uh, so I, I can't say that, that... I can't just believe that we're going to automatically stomp the hell out of them. But because I'm an American, I'm going to get behind them. I'm going to say we are going to win. But because they are so good, we're going to have to work for every dang ball. So, it's going to come down to it like hill, hill. Uh, Just nine games, to or ten games to eleven, maybe, or nine to eleven. One or two apart, that's what I think. If we do get it, it's only going to be by one or two games. So, that's what I think. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that happen, too. What do you think, Mark?
4: Well, I tell you. um, His, 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 uh, his, so, I, I, know, I don't know if this is chronological or not, but here's what Team USA are up against. <laughs> and, and, and these are some of the things. Doom that, and
0: gloom is what you're talking about.
4: And, uh, no, it's maybe things that are not being taken into consideration.
0: Yeah.
4: Fine over there, obviously, a different country. There's different things, different way of uh, going about things, different. It can you can boil things down to the different type of food, a Big Mac in England does not taste the same as a Big Mac in
0: right right
4: L A. Okay, so, so the, the there's definitely going to be some uh, w- with the jet lag and just uh, eating in general. It's not like you're going to Southeast Asia and having to eat uh, you know something beetles or anything like that. But duck things feet. are very different. And you, duck feet, exactly. Uh, you know, uh, you, you know, you not that, take that into consideration to begin with. Now, Matt slash Sky Sports have these guys on uh, a little bit of a, uh, a schedule as well to do the promo pieces, where they go out and they take photographs and uh, do... Um, you know, the promo videos in between all of that, And now all of a sudden you're the star of the show more than ever you've ever been in the United States. People want your autograph. People want their picture with you. And now I know that happens here, but it's it's, it's, uh, quadrupled when you get in that Moscone environment. So all these things are working in the background, plus you're trying to build team unity and get team practice together. Then you've got all the TV cameras. The table is playing differently than it is in the practice room because of the lights. And then you've got, with the 2,000-seat arena, uh, let's say... 1500 of them are going to be uh, Europeans. And even, even just being to one of the Mosquito Cups here in the, in the United States, they like to have a couple of drinks and they like to chant. And they, at the end of the day, when it's all done, I mean, they're, they're as nice as pie to everybody. It's all part of the sportsmanship, and the shape of it. Right. But they have. A very very loud contingent of fans. <laughs> yeah, they do. And you you put all of these things together from the jet lag to different types of food to the uh, arena to the fans to the cameras to the table. Nell is just throwing for, for, for whatever the fact that you got Darren Appleton, Neil's fan. <laughs> Alvin Oceans. Yeah. You know, look, look at Team Europe. I mean, it's the fact that Jason league. Shaw, yeah, Jason Shaw, the, probably the hottest player in the world right now, right? I would say, just over the last three months, he's probably yeah. the, the top player in the world right now over the last three months.
0: At least in the you put that
4: all together, in this half it makes a very tough uh, yeah. composition for Team USA. I, want, I really want them to do well. I've got friends on both teams. So, you know, I try and stay neutral, but to, to give a, an honest evaluation, teams have a hell of a lot going against them, and they're going to have to get their shit together, basically, and focus and be able to try and uh, transition smoothly from here to there and not lose focus. And that is not going to be easy Mm
2: -hmm. because
4: even if none of those other factors were in place that they have to put up with, just put them against Team Europe, Team USA, put them in a room on their own with no cameras, no nothing. It's still a tough match for them to win.
3: Right.
4: Yeah. But you got all these other things. So that's, is that too much, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your your critical
0: analysis there? They are screwed. No, i I understand, and I agree with you. It's it's it's. Uh, there's nothing easy about going through that process. You know what I mean. And hell, it, it's it wouldn't be easy, like you said, even if they were playing in at a pool hall down the street from their house. Then they're still facing Team Europe. <laughs> Even if it was on the most convenient of terms, it's going to be hard. Um, right. That being yeah. said, though, you know how a uh, match is the, – the, the format is such that this is a quick-fire, quick-performance type thing. Um, and that can run really good in your favor or it can work against you really, really badly real quick. So, you know, it's hard to say that one team is going to win just because they've got the best players. They're, they're also playing on the best players prior to that match. They're also playing on a new table this year, as we've discussed before. I'm, I'm not sure if uh, anybody on either team is familiar enough with uh, that table to not be a little bit concerned about it, you know? So,
4: you never well, know. We, we spoke to We spoke to Rodney Morris. Uh, a couple of weeks ago,
0: right,
4: and he said he's never played on a wrestling right. table before. Right, he's got no, he's got he doesn't have the first clue how the rails react or anything else. The right, size, the top, the pop, and and I'd said at that time, you know, do is he the only one? How many other players on the team USA have got experience playing on this table? And, and even for that point, how many of the players on the European team have played on that table? Right. Right. do uh, you have any idea on, on yeah, that? I, mean, I hate of, to
3: say, <clears throat> I think the Europeans do have some experience because I'm pretty sure that the Euro tour, um, incorporates some of the and tables as well. So, um, you know, that might be one more sort of feather in their cap. um, you know I, I think I think what the real unknown is in Moscone is the randomness of pool you know the way the balls roll or maybe you get a bad kick or how something comes off the rail True. it's it's totally random for either side there's right. you right. know right. random doesn't have a favor right and i I believe that that. There's no question these are the most talented pool players in the world that's a given um but when you take the uncertainty of what can happen on a table into consideration which which you can't i mean it's it's random right. um, a lot of times that's what makes the difference in a Moscone match because you know full well that every single guy on either team is more than capable of breaking and running yes, out. Yes, exactly. Without, you exactly. know, but there's always something that comes up that, and, and it's really about how you deal with the momentum. You know, if the momentum goes against you, um, it, it's pretty easy to fold up tent and, 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 and and let that momentum, you know, crush you. Well, right. But it's also great to ride the wave as well. I, I, You know, I've been fortunate enough to have been in England a number of times to watch it. And as great as the energy of that crowd is for Europe, it's equally great for Team USA when that crowd is stifled and they're not chanting and they're not singing. Right. So, right. you know, I, that's the one thing I love about Moscone <laughs> is he always had that sort of random factor that could just change in the blink of an eye. That is
0: true, yes, and that's kind of what I meant about the format. You know, it it has that sort of you never know what could right. happen sort of element to it because of the format. This is not a drawn out race where eventually the best player is going to pull ahead and, and make a you know a clear decision. It can go either right. way. So on the one hand, I can you know it's easy to say Team Euro- Europe has a better team or is going to win da 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 da, but. I'm just gonna play the optimist, just take play the optimist and say you never know that's what i'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm just leave you never know that's,
3: just... that's very that's very optimistic yeah, it is know. you know
0: that way they don't have to call me a jerk well, you know for for rooting against team u s a
4: also <laughs> so um well as things go as as things go re- real quick you know we we talk um. And maybe us or listeners uh, and and pool fans maybe talk flippantly about I, just go back to maybe just a rest and the table, you know sure what what is that is going on at that time? What's the weather like outside now, to be honest for Skip and Dave and Mark to go. And play pool, and it's raining outside, and we're playing on a table that we've. Made. It's not a diamond, it's not an old house, and you know, it's it's not wick It's a different table. In the big scheme of things, for us, yeah, you know, literally, they going to make that much of a difference how the balls react off the <laughs> rail. Right? right. But at the level that we're talking about, like right, every little thing, that's right, does make a difference. Every to little one thing. player. Or another right and that can be the decider we, we as I think Dave said uh, it, all we know all of them can run a rack and I'm all right? we know that that's not up for question yeah. at any particular time they can do it right
0: it, it could be but, something so tiny as the difference in the humidity that's what it's going to come, that's what, that's how tight of a match this is, that it, that it does come down to that small of differences. It might come down to two freaking millimeters on that lag that makes a difference on the, on the whole freaking thing, you know, because they lost mm-hmm. the one or they got the one. That's how quick it can go in your favor or against you, super, you know, so that's what also all, it makes well, it a great yeah, event. I will-
3: I think it's magnified on the first day, too, because, you know, there's no question that everybody has some nerve. You know, you're under the lights, you're you're inside of this crowd of 2,000 or 3,000 people. Um, So there's always the jitters and, and the nerves. And I think, and please don't hold me to this, but in the last couple of years, USA has come out strong um on the first day or you know relatively good on the first day but then i think some of the other factors like mark talked about kick in where food or jet lag or whatever uh the time constraints whatever sort of kick in yeah so for me i i always like the first day because there's so much energy But it's also watching these great professionals that have been on the big stage numerous times um, get a little bit humbled by by the enormity (laughs) of it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. You know what's funny? uh, I I was talking to Justin Bergman (coughs) uh, two weeks ago on on the show, and he made a comment that I just now finally understood the significance of. Um, we were interviewing and he said, yeah, you know, I don't have a problem so much playing, uh, in front of the crowds and stuff, but I don't like doing the interviews, Right. Okay. you know, and I thought that's kind of funny, you know, because we're on the phone doing this interview, you know, la, 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 la. But when you think about it, it's more than just playing in front of a group of people. Now you're actually, it's, it's like the comment he made about the interviews. People, some of these guys are are fine with the pressure of playing in front of a group or playing under pressure or what have you, but then there's the whole other social aspect of you being intimidated by standing in a room full of two thousand people. That's a separate right. issue by itself. You know, right. where someone right. who is um, not that confident or not that boisterous, that's extremely intimidating to be in a in a uh, having to sign autographs and shake people's hands. That makes certain people are really uncomfortable going through that whole procedure too. So like Mark was saying, it's more, there's more to the experience than just shooting the pool. Like Justin Bergman said, hell, I I can shoot pool, but I don't like having to do all the social stuff. You know, that'll, that's enough to throw you out of whack for the rest of the day going, Oh my gosh, when this is done, I've got to go out and sign autographs and say hi to people (laughs) and show up on camera and say things that don't sound stupid. You know, that's a lot of pressure too. Being yeah, a you know the fame and the and the hubbub and all that buzz that could be very distracting.
4: That I think that's just a something that's an experience thing.
1: Sure, that
4: it's it, it, you know it comes it, it, it concerns <clears throat> me uh, the last the last couple of years of the inexperience of the. Players, right. but if, when you when you look at it, you've got two, let's let's take one player from each of the teams that, as far as the interviews go and things like that, the media, um, the two of them have an issue. Shane is, uh, I don't know how deaf he is, but in death, right, he's partially deaf, for and and so he's got that to tend with, for for his own self you know self confidence, and he does fine. Sure. Um, then you've and then you've got Darren Appleton, who's admitted and said it himself. He's, he he grew up. He, he's learned how to control it better, but he has a stutter, and so that's got to make you feel awkward. Sure. But yeah. he's he does pretty good, you know, <laughs> with his. Uh, hmm. Moscone Cup appearances, uh, it, so a lot of it I think is ju- is just uh, really we talk, we're talking about experience. Oh yeah, really, and getting used to it. But you can't get the experience without going through this
0: the, that process. Uh, that's this right. period
4: of yeah of, of getting to there, unfortunately, you
3: know? <laughs> Well, I think but, that's
4: you know, I, I, I think, think that I'm looking forward uh, to watching it.
3: I, I think that's one of the good unknown factors for team USA this year is that you do have guys that have experience been having been on the team before yeah, yeah. um and and having gone through all this already so there's no you know uncertainty for them I think they're a little bit more comfortable with that and I think that that's going to be a huge factor for team USA this year
0: yeah yeah this is true this is true it's not any of them are going to be completely new to the process. So uh, it right. should certainly work in their favor as far as experience is concerned. Uh, you know, and I think, uh, I guess, again, to, to be the optimistic American who wants to back the Americans, um, mm-hmm. you, just as a sort of, here's an angle to look at this, some of the younger players or the, or the players that have less titles under their belt, so to speak, those are some of the hungrier players out there that want it bad. You know what I mean? Sometimes some of these guys, and I'm not saying in any way that Darren has ever suggested this, but someone like Darren, he's, he's not looking to prove anything per se. I'm sure he wants to win just as much as anybody else, but someone like that is not like, oh, I got to get, We've got to win. I need this. You know, it's not the same for them. So I think we have several Actually, players on our team that really to, want it, you know.
3: I hate to do this to you, Dave, but um, Darren's the worst example you could have used. <laughs> because I, 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 think, I think Darren is like, he's like the center of the surface of the sun when it comes to Moscone. He just, seriously, I, I've seen him... Just absolutely explode in that event. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. He becomes somewhat of the, you know, unofficial team leader. Quite honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
3: no, I, I, think he absolutely just thrives off of this event. So yeah, you used the wrong example. Yeah,
0: no, I was pulling a rabbit out of a hat. I just meant anybody <laughs> that anybody that you know has got wins. And good, sure. you know, a good record. Hell, even Shaw, you know, can, can, can sort of coast at this point and say, man, I just won this and this and this. You know, who cares about the Moscone Cup? And I, no, I'm not saying that they would do that. But, you know, it's not the same if you don't have those credentials yet. Somebody like Sky, right. somebody like Bergman, or hell, you know, these guys want that. They want it bad. They need it. So right, let's hope right. that that's the kind of passion that they're taking with them, you know.
3: You yeah, I'd be
4: really I'll, I'll curious. I'll go ahead, Mark. just a real quick uh story about um confidence. Jason Schultz never played in the Moscone Cup before. And uh we were uh having a he, he having a drink at the Tropicana last year at the Moscone Cup. And and I said, "Man, I'm surprised you came out here." He said, "Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to see what I was up against for next year because I'm playing next year. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> gonna, make it, I'm gonna make the team. I just wanted to see what it's gonna be like." Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: There you go. I, pretty,
3: that's that's pretty exactly confident. what I was. That's what exactly what I was gonna say. Um, I'm curious to see how Jason Shaw. Um, deals with all this because like Mark said, there's no question he's the hottest pool player in the world right now. And he, I know, I agree. He stated last year that he was going to be on the team this year. And that was certainly his driving force for the entire year. Mm-hmm. Um He's, he certainly deserves to be on that team. There's no question about it. Um, but again, sitting in the stands watching and being down on that table under the lights and cameras and everything else is a whole different story. I think he has the backbone for this. There's no question about it. Um, I kind of think that he may be, you know, one of the centerpieces of the event this year. But, you know, again, the randomness of pool could play a a little trick on everybody. So it will be interesting.
0: Right. Well, yeah, and it's no uh, it, ESPN three, right? Yes, that's right. It oh, will, it is for sure. I am pretty yeah. sure that it will be uh, available online on ESPN three again, as it has been in the, in the past years.
3: Okay, I, great.
0: I'm almost one hundred percent positive. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the, the deal. So that, if there's some, if something changes, so we will let back, you know
4: that kills my week at work. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have it on the big you know, screen. I've been, sat,
4: I've been sat around for a, a, about a month working on the, a couple of things that um, are very important. And for one reason or another, the one person or another person that I needed to deal with have been out in the country and they got
2: Thanksgiving <laughs> and
4: things that, you know, Sat around twiddling my thumbs, going, okay, well, okay, it's going to happen. Now, everybody I need to talk to are here. And now the Moscone Cup is going to start. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going to be sat watching Moscone Cup, just sending out my Facebook things about how Drake, uh, you know, Jason Shaw is doing. And you were wrong, Skip Nemeshek. because <laughs> you know, Skip, Skip Skip said earlier to me, he said that Appleton's overrated. He said Jason <laughs> Shaw sure is going to choke.
0: Yes, Neil Thanks Fan. That,
4: yeah, this is great. Tries to get by on his walk.
0: What? Uh,
4: uh, Marcus Shmat had to stand on a chair to reach puberty. Yes, <laughs> and.
0: And Albin is just Jasmine's sister. I heard him say it. I heard him say (laughs) it.
4: Yeah.
3: Jasmine's sister. Or brother. Uh,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just brother.
4: Jasmine's brother. So, you know, (laughs) he's going to end up eating his words, I'm sure. Wait, wait,
3: wait now. Are you motivating Team Europe here or are you disparaging your good friend Skip Nemechek?
4: I think, I think. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just taking the piss out of you.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, I
3: got that part. <laughs> mm-hmm. All and, uh, right. I'm
4: looking forward to ESPN three. ESPN three. Uh, yes. Sure there's, there's other places I think you can see it. The post, Izzy Billy's posted up there. Um, you know, a few of the people on the main forum they'll tell you. I can't remember. There's a couple of different uh, these uh, channels. That you can go to and you can find it and watch it. Uh, I know it's it's through the week, so they don't have to uh, compete. Oh, my gosh.
0: Are you lost? Uh, Are you lost, young yeah,
3: <laughs> No, I was just thinking. When, hold on. When, start, does it, when, does it, when does it start? It'll start at noon Chicago time, so that would make it like, 10 a.m. Arizona time, right? Is that right?
4: Yes. That's right. What, yeah. what date? What what date? Uh, that starts start?
3: on Tuesday. Oh, starts good. Tuesday.
4: Okay, wonderful.
3: Tuesday, my anniversary. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Happy anniversary! Happy
4: anniversary! I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be sat with my iPhone out. <laughs> What's your Moscone cup of my romantic
3: dinner? <laughs> oh, that anniversary. I thought, I thought it was, you know, like 10 years clean or something. <laughs> no, it
0: Come was on. it was a year ago, a year ago in Las Vegas that he lost his virginity. He got married to Jesse. At
3: yeah. Moscone,
0: yeah. That's right, at the Moscone Cup last year. One year ago.
4: I did old. Oh, you know, you to, I know this has nothing to do with anything. I had this old plan out to propose to her the year before at the Moscone Cup, or two years before, actually, at the Moscone Cup. Um, I was talking to Jim Wade and Jerry Forsyth and Luke and all those guys, and I said, I want to propose to her. I said, well, the football games, the basketball games, they all have proposals. Right, and then I had a proposal live online. Right, so, <laughs> really, do it. We'll help you however we can. <laughs> and I can't remember something happened, and uh, and it just uh, we we just could not make it. So uh, it would have happened. Would have happened then. But it was <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, so
3: does she does gone. does she know that you're taking her to England this weekend to celebrate your anniversary and yeah, Moscone? She don't know yet, no. Uh, and I'd rather okay. you keep it to
4: yourself. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. <clears throat> she won't listen to the. By radio the way,
3: <laughs> no. Are you
4: still gonna? Are you, are you still gonna lend me that five thousand?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're taking her economy, are you? <laughs> <laughs> all
4: right, guys. Uh, I think we're. I think we've covered all our bases, right?
0: Yes, that's right. We have offered our critical analysis of the Moscone Cup competition, and we do appreciate your time, Skip Nemechek, of Tweet and Fiber Company in Chicago, the only American company to produce chalk. Thank you again for your participation. (laughs) My
3: pleasure. My pleasure. It's always fun with
0: you two. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep Mark under control. This man is is just... I was waiting hey Mark, for it. You,
4: no, you, you have no idea. I was how waiting how for it.
3: it. For my I know. Here it comes. Here, wait,
0: wait here for it, it. Yeah, wait for it. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mark, ask Dave if he knows who
0: Sergeant Foley is. Sergeant Foley. Oh, Sergeant Foley.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, thank you so Foley. much.
0: Boys, join us next week right here on American Billiard Radio.